Hey everybody, before we get started on today's episode, I want to tell you about Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor by Spotify, it is the easiest way to make a podcast these days with everything you need you know, all in one place. Let me explain how it works. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer or, or iPad or anything like that. Uh, when hosting an on Anchor, you can distribute your podcast on listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and more. Uh, it's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. And best of all, it's totally free. To get started, download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. And now, from the Diamond to the Dugout, it's the Twins Nation Podcast. And now, ladies and gentlemen, here's your host. They got some of the shitty calls we were getting yesterday, <laughs> so it balanced out. Yeah, I don't know, uh, but uh, what do you say we actually get down to business here? So, uh, welcome to the, uh, excuse me, restart. Uh, Joe's <laughs> getting bossy already. I am. I'm the boss man. Um, all right. <laughs> Welcome to Twins Nation Podcast. This is Joe Gunderson, joined today with, by Chris Larson and Sherry Cerny. How are you guys today? Happy. Happy. happy couldn't happy be, it, couldn't be any better. Oh my. Wow. I like that. But So, uh, our, our Twins continue to be in first place, guys, and uh, which is wonderful. They didn't have the greatest week. They lost more than they won. Because they uh, they went three and four. They did just come off today. They did finish off a series win against the Cleveland Indians, and uh, but before that, they had a three game series against Houston, where they we'll just say they got owned. <laughs> uh, it was not pretty, but uh, at least in my my assertion there, they they lost all three games. First game, they almost got no hit. Uh, granted, by a guy who's going to be in the Hall of Fame when he's decided his career's over, in Justin Verlander, but uh, and the bats just did not respond the next two days, and then it was just ugly that series. But did they did rebound nicely here this weekend? Taking two or three from Cleveland. Uh, what are you guys' takeaways about that? Pretty much, pretty much the same. Or um, I guess for the Houston series, it really does show me that 
I don't, I don't want to say that we're not ready for um, teams outside of our division, outside of our um, American League, um, like interleague play. But I, I think if we had the lineup that we had the week prior, I don't think Houston would have gotten away with a sweep. I don't know if we would have gotten (laughs) gotten the win either or the decision with two out of three but I do think that we would have at least won one I was really hoping that day game that we were going to be able to pull that off and it looked like we were going to for a while and so for me I mean it was disappointing but I'm not ready to throw in the towel and say we can't beat someone outside of our division yet I'm just kind of taking everything as a whole with all of it really because even Cleveland for me it was great to watch them win two games but at the same time they're in our division so I'm I don't know I'm kind of all over the place right now I was so much more focused on the players than the team this weekend or this past two series okay for for me here here's my thing I mean it would have been I think a lot different had that game not been suspended on Wednesday, moved to Thursday, and then you play a, a day-night doubleheader, had that been a, a straight three-game series, and then and then that suspended game, uh, that eleven to three loss. I mean, mm-hmm. you you get shellacked with fifteen hits against you, and then you got to come back and play the same team just hours later. I mean, half hour later, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not even an hour later. Uh, that's the that's I think really the game changer. I mean, you give up eleven runs in the first half of the the series, and then you of of the doubleheader, I should say, but then you only give up five. Granted, you only scored three on the day. Um, yeah, those <clears throat> those are just really tough situations, and then to have to bounce back the next day and basically play four, uh, five games in, in four days. Um, I was happy to see him get the series win against Cleveland, but again, now they go on a, a road swing. So that last, those last two series, I mean, yeah, it's hard to take it on the chin against the Astros, um, but to, to bounce back, with a pair of wins against the Guardians, all in all, for me, it was an okay weekend. Yeah, that's yeah. how I feel. Yeah. Everything is okay right now. I'm not elated and I'm not mad. No, no. But I think, though, kind of what, Sherry, I think what you're trying to say is there, uh, not so much that we can't compete with uh, other or teams outside of our division. I just think there is, like, the Astros and maybe – there might be a, another team or two that might be just a step above us. Um, they just happen to be in other divisions this year. Um, uh, and I think we're, we're just young enough as a team that we're still trying to get there. Um, you know, we don't, we don't uh, have, you know, in the pitching department, we don't have like elite, like adjusted lander on the staff now. So, stuff like that. And 
had experience. So they're just really we can't you know if we meet them in the playoffs. Crazy, right? Um, you know, it's May. <laughs> you know, and we rebounded nice against Cleveland, and then this week, this coming week, to play the uh, uh, we get to uh, swing here for the next uh, six games. Uh, Oakland for the first West Coast trip. And then Kansas City, um, and then uh, and those two teams are are struggling. So hopefully they can uh, make up any ground they might have lost this week, which really wasn't much if all at all because they're still three games up on both Cleveland and Chicago in the in the division. So they're still in first place. Um, like you, you were saying, Sherry, you were more uh, concentrating on what uh, on some player performances this week. Um, what did you see that you liked or didn't like? Um, for me, what did I see that I didn't? Okay, so I have kind of pushed Houston series out of my brain hole, um, <laughs> but I do know that for me. Um, The things that I did like overall in general throughout the two series, um, the bane of my existence, Duffy, looked absolutely phenomenal. Um, I I absolutely may have to get on the Duffy train because the the past two weeks, I mean, his command has been strong. His demeanor has been calm. He has really owned every single pitch that's been out there. So um, I really, really do like that Duffy is um, doing as well as he is doing. Um, I am not stoked about Alex Kriloff. Hate me if you want. That's fine. I don't care. I love being the adverse person. Um, So... And the other thing that I am going to take away from this series is that I know that the season isn't won and neither are championships in May and June, right? But we're looking at the Yankees who continue to win. So like when you said, Joe, you know, we can compete with them. We need to remember that we need to be able to compete later on in the season with them. Um, The Yankees are picking up steam and winning just handfuls of games. The Rays are up there. Obviously, we gave a boost to (laughs) we gave a boost to the Astros, unfortunately. But, you know, there are teams like the Mariners, the Yankees, the Rays. And that's just in our that's just in our league. I mean, the Mets look fantastic. I think because I watch a lot of their games and then there's obviously the Dodgers and Padres, but there's teams that we have to be able to compete with. And that is my overarching like part of the whole thing is getting the team to as individuals come together. And I am starting to question Rocco a little bit. And so that's kind of where I'm at. We've got all these great players, but then we put in people like, Kirillov, who consistently downplays his wrist injury. Um, Celestino has been amazing. 
So I just think that some of the game time decisions by Rocco have been very frustrating. And so that for me is where I'm at right now. Yeah. Well, and I guess before I say that, what what do you think, Chris? What did did you see this? Was there anything that stood out to you, good or bad, um, on an individual basis? Well, was anybody else impressed with uh, the plays Gio Urshela made today? Oh, my oh God. that was on the list. Yes, Gio Urshela. I didn't. He is. Oh God, yeah. I was going go to say he's my MVP for the week. That dude has been killing it. Not so much at the plate, but even at the plate. I mean, listen. He got the only two RBIs today, or not today? Was it last night? Yeah. He's just yeah. amazing, Chris. He's yeah. out. Standing, and I absolutely love him. Well, any anybody that can make a throw from outside the third base foul oh, line and dude. and hit it spot on, um, off balance like that. Same off, thing. <laughs> yeah, that that I'm I'm talking specifically the throw in the top of the eighth inning today. Mm-hmm. I, uh, anybody that could do that, you are on my good side. And and when Urshela did that today, the one the one play I I did watch. But I mean, he's he's making throws, uh, you know, on his backside. You know, yeah. he's yeah. diving to make st- somebody that makes those type of plays that isn't afraid of getting dirty, that isn't afraid of putting in a little effort. By uh, bar none, one of my best players. You know, the other thing that I I noticed this week, and thanks to Aaron Freeman for for pointing this out from the Athletic. This is the fourth team, Minnesota Twins team in the target field era to win at least 20 of their first 35 games. Now, huh. you look at that, but but you look at the, the other three teams. It was the 2010, 2019, and 2020. Each of those three teams won the division. I'm, I'm not saying, but I'm saying that I'm, I'm hoping that spells good things. Okay. Uh, I didn't see that, but I. I love when you come in with the stats, Chris. It's fantastic. Thank you. (laughs) I do like that. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Um, I I mean, I could throw another stat out at you. What'd you got? 16 and 7. 16 and 7. Since the Twins started the season 4 and 8, they have gone 16 and 7. Yep. Seriously. Yep. That, I did see that as well. Yep. There. That is fantastic. I, yep. It just that, that that makes me fired up. And really that's about watching the series is the fans. Yeah. I mean, there that's had to have been close to twenty grand at each of the games this weekend. That's what I they I think they were saying that, but it still looks awfully empty to me when I'm watching the games. Of course, I want it to be sold out, but <clears throat> but and I know I don't know I forget how big how what the capacity of Target Field is, but um, but hopefully they are going to come out and fill that stadium more as the season goes on and. They can trust what they see is is true. Um, so, uh, as for me, um, 
what I obviously I didn't like uh, the way uh, really they performed against Houston um, almost on all fast. I did love the way defense, like you said there, um, uh, Chris, and and yeah, his bats starting to come around really, really well, and it's going to make it a hard decision uh, or hard um, whenever the time comes that uh, Carlos Correa comes back. What the heck do we do with uh, with um, Royce Lewis, because he's held his own since he's been up here, um, you know. And then he's, some. He, he's, yeah, you know, he he hasn't hit for a ton of power, but he does have his first major league home run, which happens to be a grand slam. How about that? First yes. one to do that in, what did they, what was it, 2010? That Danny Valencia. Yeah, did. Valencia, yep. And I thought I had read 2000, but I'm like, Danny Valencia did not play that long ago. <laughs> no, he did not. We are not that old yet. <laughs> well, I think I'm Joe like... probably is, but we aren't. <laughs> hey, now. Yeah. I have hey, I'm, I'm, I'm smart. I don't call a woman old. Yeah, you, you're learning. That's fantastic. <laughs> oh, you are might smart. Be slow. Might be slow, but I learn. <laughs> you learned that one? <laughs> Oh, um, yeah, and things kind of got so bad in uh, against Houston that we had to pull the old position player pitch uh, an inning or two there. Thankfully, it was a guy who uh, whose dad was a uh, all star. <laughs> Nick Gordon got to pitch there in that series and uh, looked good. <laughs> yeah, he did. Yeah, he did. Um, he got he got some guys out. Um, he uh, and I hear that I see this note from you about from uh, you, Sherry. You 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 think he's better than uh, than uh, Astadio at it? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, Love Astadio though. Yeah. I definitely feel like um, <laughs> Lajo Tudio was a lot of fun when he was pitching because who doesn't love a 46-mile-an-hour curveball? But <laughs> um, <laughs> there was absolutely something to be said for the fact that Gordon may have actually looked like he knew what he was doing. And that's what was really kind of cool to me. Yeah. I really thought that was fantastic. Yeah, I guess they had asked. Um, his dad, like I mentioned, his dad is Tom in the majors for for more than ten years. I remember how? Uh, and he was a closer, and his out pitch was a curveball. So they were asking Nick if if his dad taught him one, and he said he wanted to break it out, but uh, whoever was catching him wouldn't call it. <laughs> he also said that um <laughs> he also said that he feels like Shohei Otani. <laughs> <laughs> and I died when I read that. I was like, well, I have that just for today, but I thought that was absolutely he's like I kept asking him if he could pitch, so he kept asking Rocco 
if he could be a position pitcher from last season, he was even asking him. And so Gordon was super excited um, when he actually got the chance to pitch. And he's like, I feel like I kind of, kind of resemble Shohei Atani a little bit. And I thought that was absolutely fantastic. Whether he was serious or kidding, it doesn't matter because he absolutely went in and he looked (laughs) professional and he owned it as best he could. So, and he did keep um, Jose Altuve from getting two RBIs. So, I mean, I'm there. You go. I'm there good. Go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I really hope he was kidding because uh, did you guys see that Shohei? Speaking of him, he made some history last night. He uh, became the first guy or second guy in uh, uh, major league history to have to strike out 250 batters in his career and hit 100 home runs as a as a position player. Um, and uh, there's only one other guy that's done that. I bet you guys can name him really quick. Joe Gunderson. <laughs> yeah. Nolan Ryan. No, Babe Ruth. Can we just talk about this century, please? <laughs> But I okay. said in history. I, that's true. You did say in history. Well, really? I, uh, Sherry, I was thinking along the same lines. So that's why I said Joe Gunderson. Because I'm like, um, let's just talk this century. Yeah. I, might, might be something I can handle. Oh, come on. If you can't know a big Bruce stat, what are you doing being a baseball fan? Come on, no. Uh, Joe? I know that he had the most STDs of any baseball player. Is that a good stat? <laughs> The uh, the uh, not, that has not been confirmed. <laughs> the uh, information we find out from Sherry Cerny <laughs> on this podcast, <laughs> bar none, <laughs> is the best. Oh, I'm just saying. That, I mean, that, if it was might good, be likely, Sherry, with that might be likely with what what uh, has become known about his personal life, but I don't. Joe, we know don't, that they had hey, the testing Joe, back then. Joe, we don't question things Sherry says. <laughs> Especially about STDs. Evidently, I'm the subject matter expert when it comes to MLB players. I don't know. Oh, <laughs> I, I just, he was making a funny, Chris. Have, <laughs> have we just gone off the rails, you guys? Oh, then, yeah. yeah, this is what happens. Heck yeah. And that's fine. Oh, hey, but I, I found another stat from Aaron Gleeman. The Twins oh, drew 61,500 fans at this weekend's series <gasps> against okay. Cleveland. Okay, that's, that's awesome. Do you know what the capacity – we didn't – target field capacity, is it – I'm looking right now. I'm looking right now. 35,000 or something. You, oh, okay. you guys got me off target with what we were <laughs> discussing. Thanks, Joe. Oh, um, no. thanks, Sherry. It's yeah, you're welcome. 39,504. Okay, 39. all right. Okay, okay. okay. So, I mean, 50% isn't horrible, but hopefully no. that continues to grow. Yeah, I mean, it's yeah. better than the athletics, right? Well, yes, if you want to go to that, I'd level. hope so. I'd hope so. <laughs> right? So, yeah. what did you guys think today of the fact that the thousandth home run in Twins territory wasn't actually? was not actually the thousandth home run hit at Target Field. What? It's, you didn't well, know I thought that? it was. So, 
Come to what find out that it was not indeed the thousandth hit in Target Field because they played a game in Puerto Rico a couple years ago. They considered that home field advantage. And so when sure. Miguel Sano hit the ball, a home run there in Puerto Rico, they considered that a home field home run. So there's only 999 home runs hit in Target Field as of tonight, technically. Joe, where the hell is the uh, breaking news sounder? I don't have one of those. I should get one, right? Oh, man. That just made well, me sick in the stomach. because it was. <laughs> that's disappointing. Yep. It's uh, very disappointing, and it was actually. Bramer made a. Bramer mentioned it, you know, when when it because Buck, when Buxton did it. Yep, it was actually um, a guy who. I follow on Twitter. His name is, well, I don't know his name, but it's Twins Dingers. And he was oh. the one, and he found it actually through StatCast. Or StatHead. Sorry, Stat okay. Head. So I just thought that was really interesting. And I know not a lot of people are on Twitter, um, but for the majority of us that are, I thought it was an insanely good catch and good stat it because is. that absolutely means that Someone else is actually going to get the thousandth home run in Target Field, and as much as it was Byron Buxton tonight, it was not. Yeah. Well, and he still might might happen tomorrow. Well, right. And... <laughs> I mean, they might want to save that <laughs> gift for later. I mean, he may actually be the one that does it. But um, I just this thought that was today. interesting. So. Yep. So, do you guys think that's fair? Do you? I mean, I think that's fair. It that is it's not. Yeah. Because. Yes, we had home field advantage in Puerto Rico, but it wasn't very field. Yep. No, I, uh, I think that's totally legit. And uh, I think it's, I think it's fair. If Sherry says it's fair, it's fair. <laughs> you need to talk uh, to me. Are you scared of her, Chris? <laughs> I might be. You might be scared. No, of no, her. no. I'm not. I'm not scared of her. I'm just smart. Yes, see, <laughs> there it is. Oh, Chris, oh. You have, Chris, have you been married yet? Nope. Oh, you're you're ready. You're ready. <laughs> okay. There's only two words now, you need to know, Chris. Yes, dear. Yes, yes dear. Yep. So uh, this has gone from a baseball podcast to a <laughs> marriage <laughs> advice <laughs> podcast. <laughs> and, um, oh, let me tell you what. I've had to minutes. do it twice, so I am not the person. <laughs> oh. Wow. <sighs> hey. Joe, see what you started? Oh, this is That's so me. much fun. This is me. fantastic. I'm yeah, you, you started this podcast, so you technically started this discussion. <laughs> All right. Oh. Oh. <laughs> Are we moving on or no? Because Yes. <laughs> no, I, I I we can't. We can't. We can't move we can't on. Move Why on. not? Why can't you move on? Because I said so. <laughs> no, we have to move on. We have to talk about everybody being mad about Buxton's schedule that the Twins have for him. Oh, let's uh, get into that. Yes, people I can just shut up. Huh? Are you mad, Joe? I hate it that he only. It seems like he plays every third day. You really do hate that? Yes. Sure. Do you two hate out it? Of three at least. Um, comparative to last year, I don't hate it, but because by this time last year, he wasn't playing for an entire season. So no, if I get the off chance that I get to see him play over a hundred games, even if it's 110 
or 102. I would rather play those 102 games than I would him not playing anymore because when he plays, he can Griffey Jr.'s the shit out of himself. He absolutely plays hard. And I think well, I know he does. that he's not going to change that. And so if he's got tight hips, if he's got a swollen knee, I mean, for yes, me. Yes, he's actually hurt. I get that, definitely. But, right, but why not preserve that? Well, I just think he could play 66% of the games instead of 33. Joe, can I throw something at you? What's that? Would you would you rather have him play 33% of the games and be 90% than play 66% of the games and be like 30%? I don't think that math equates, but... Hey, um, nobody said I knew my math skills. <laughs> Sherry backed me I up. Mean, <laughs> I mean, no, I agree. I'm, I do, even though I agree that Chris sucks at math, and I agree that also. <laughs> Sherry! I would rather him play an allotted amount of games knowing he's going to go full hard and that's going to keep us where we need to be. And Rocco even said himself, this is what works for now. This is until we can get him yeah. playing and every day. This is what's going to work for now. And so I really don't see the problem with that. But people are big mad. And I had um, people commenting on my article. There was a player they were comparing him to. Joe, I'm going to let you talk about this while I look this up. I'm going to find that player. Well, yeah, that, I know he needs, you know, more time off than the average guy because – and. They, you know, because he plays hard when he is in there, he is, and he is more. He leaves himself more susceptible to injury. Case in point today, even though he got up just fine, he did crash into a wall at full speed. Um, but he got up just fine. Didn't need an ambulance or any trainers. Thank you very much. He finished the game. Um, he. Uh, at the same time, I think they got to take that chain link out of that fence and make that into a padding. <laughs> he's already hurt himself on it. Once. Oh, I, I agree. I totally you know, agree. That thing's dangerous. Already... Well, it's definitely dangerous for – it is dangerous. It's dangerous for the players, and it's dangerous for Buxton, absolutely. You know, you know, you know I'm, I'm looking at on Twitter right now because – uh, Joe Morgan. Joe Morgan. Hmm. What, a, what What are they comparing him? They're Just... saying, I wonder what players like Cal Ripken, Joe Morgan, and Ernie Banks would think about taking a day off because people were upset well, okay. that, that they can't didn't... ask Cal Ripken because Cal Ripken was one of Cal Ripken and Lou Gehrig were one of kind. Right. Yeah, and, that, you know, and I that's... think people want byron buxton to be one of a kind and he is he is one of a kind yeah but, but he i don't expect needs... him to be an iron man who plays two thousand games in a row <laughs> right um but i definitely think that um to compare him to players that aren't even playing anymore is also a little bit unfair but anyway chris go ahead yeah, we always well, do. I, I i just think you know i'm, I'm looking at twitter and and you know, people are saying, you know, maybe they should just put him on the I ten day IL. Oh, for Christ's sake! Well, mm-hmm. and 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 then you know you've got 
people saying, well, then you're going to have the same people whining he's too soft or fire, you know, fire Rocco. I, uh, I tend to, to side with Baldelli in this decision because I know he's likely making it with, with Buxton. This can't be an easy decision to make. And in his quote, um, pregame, I think it was pregame today, you know, it's not something they hope to do all year. So I'd rather have it, you know, now and, and potentially be temporary than, you know, put Buxton out there, you know, have him go a hundred percent and then he's out for the year because something happened. Right. Okay. And that's my thing. Yeah. And well, I, I, I agree. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I, I, I'll say that I would agree with that too. So uh, I guess I, I didn't see exactly what he said is the plan. Is it basically what we've seen though, where he, okay. he, he um, plays in the field? Then he might DH or have a day off. Let me find kind of rotate like that. This idiot journalist's um, tweet. Wow. Yeah, sorry. Sherry's just (laughs) throwing the shade today. Okay, so I don't know if you guys have seen on Twitter. (laughs) Um, I had a really bad doctor's appointment the other day. We found out that my my cancer might be back, but it's like not for sure. So they changed my meds. And these new meds have just made me irrationally like cranky. And so I have No, been not calling, you. <laughs> just been so irrationally like oh that why so my timeline's mad. filled with your stuff. <laughs> I've just been so mad. Um, who is this guy? Um, his name is Hold on, because he, he quoted the actual press conference where Rocco Baldelli gave the quote saying that Buxton is going to basically, I think, play so many and then he is going to take, here it is, we've got a process, process of me staying on the field trying to play 100 games. So however that looks, who knows? But that's what we have. That's the plan we're going to stick to. So that for sure is absolutely the first part of it. And then the second part is that during a press conference, he actually lined out the schedule. Not the actual schedule, but the – hold on. Oh, Brian Murphy. That's this guy. Yeah. Okay. Whoever he is, he said – well, he's mad because I don't know. He gets paid by a Byron Buxton home run. I have no idea. I can't figure <laughs> oh, him out. Anyway. No. Oh, he deleted his tweet. So, but Rocco had basically said he's going to play for. Oh, here it is. He still deals with some swelling in his knee that has come back several times this year. The type sure. of thing you cannot play through and play every day. It's not something that's possible right now, but we think with the plan we have, this is what's going to allow him to get back to full strength or close to full strength. He can play almost every day. I hope this isn't what we have to do all year. It's not what Buck wants to do the whole year. I'm going to tell you that right now, but for right now, it's what we have to do. And so then Buxton followed up with, yes, this is what the plan is. The plan is at least 100 games. And in insinuation, why not more? Can we do more? But at this time, this is what I'm available to do, and this is what I'm doing. And so people just – 
I, and I, you know, I used to be a Buxton hater. I used to be like, my God, dude, just quit running into things. Well, guess what? He can't. He won't, and he's not going to. I don't and think so they would if, really want him to because his right. value is to, his biggest value asset is his defense still. I don't right, care exactly. Says. Exactly. And so yeah. people were mad that he didn't even pinch hit last night. Well, if he's got a day off, he's got a day off. Now, if he wants to pitch hit and – Rocco's not letting him, well, then that's a whole nother situation, right? That's a whole nother scenario. But we don't know if that's the truth or not. Um, so that's I just think that people need to calm down, but that's just me. Yeah. So, so the moral of the story is, Joe, don't piss Sherry off. <laughs> I do have a bad <laughs> side sometimes. Not until the, uh, the body has gotten used to the meds anyway. Yes, exactly. Hopefully a few <laughs> more days. Hopefully we'll be good. <laughs> well, we hope that your cancer is not back for certain. I but, hope the same. Yeah. But so far, I feel good. So, so far, so good. That's good. I mean, I don't, I had to. A brief bout with cancer myself. Um, I had to have part of my one of my kidneys removed uh, a few years, ago. and then uh, just a couple of years ago, back when he was like older than dirt. Now I'm he is only forty one, my man. <laughs> oh, I th- I thought you were fifty one. Out. <laughs> I just look like oh. that. I just oh. <laughs> I just have the hairdo of a fifty-year-old, but I've had. I'm gonna that take out my AirPods quickly. I gotta let my dog out. I'll be right back. All right. Uh, but uh, anyway, um, so just looking here. Um, well, she's away there, um, so I don't know if this means. I guess. With Buxton, if that means he's just gonna, sounds like, uh, is he gonna be like every, just every couple of days, he's just not available, huh? Is that? That's kind of what I'm. That's kind of how I'm reading it. Okay. It's not the end of the world. Um, no, no. You know, I'd I'd rather you know, I'd rather him rehab it this year, and and get back to hopefully a hundred percent. Versus going, you know, a hundred percent on a on a body that's probably less than fifty. Well, yes, yeah, we don't, we don't, you know, we don't condone those types of things. <laughs> not, what are we not, condoning? Uh, bad behavior. Oh no, nope. <laughs> no, but no, uh, we were, we're just condoning that uh, Joe is crazy. Oh, oh I am. certifiably, don't tell me. Crazy is a little more fun. <laughs> but uh, no, we were just uh, still discussing the Buxton plan there that you had out. You had said that uh, Rockwood outlined there, and okay. uh, um, well, of course, we all want him to play 162, and everybody would. We know that that's just not. Well, we all want to win 162 too, though. Well, right, and Car- nobody's well, pissed off that Carlos Correa is not playing. Is it because he has well, a legit injury, or is it because we're not paying? I mean, we are paying a pretty penny for him in reality. Maybe it's just because this is his first year in the organization. We he doesn't someone we uh, pinned our hopes and dreams on. Yeah, like that's fair. 
you know? Like, this is your guy in your system, I think. Yeah, Whether it's fair sense. or not, you know? Um, you know, and, you know, it's not with uh, Buxton, it's not like he's missed games because of nagging injuries. I mean, the guy's been breaking bones and, you know, <laughs> crashing into walls, basically killing yeah, himself. Yeah, he's going to stop crashing into walls. <laughs> I don't think yeah. he's going to stop crashing into walls. I don't think, I don't you know. see that happening. He's He's done it a lot less. Yes, you know. and even today he did it a lot less. He you know. really watched the wall when he ran into it. He did. He, it was, you know, so he's learning a little bit of self-preservation lately. Um, and uh, He's learning it from Joe. Yeah, I've never talked to the boy. Um, <laughs> I think he's a man at his age. He probably is. So. Oh, I, I don't know. I'm 40, and I made a comment the other day that I thought Joe Ryan was really attractive. And then I was like, oh, my God. But wait. He's 25 and I'm almost 42. Like that's not okay. That's not that's not happening. Why, why is that not okay? Okay, okay, okay. Now we got we got to stop. Why is that not okay, Sherry? You tell you tell me while I drink my uh, peach tea here. Because it's, isn't that creepy? I mean, I am 42 years old, and yes, granted, I would have had to have him when I was like 16. Like. My son is 15, 16 years old, so he's nine years shy. But then it made me think of, like, all my exes who are, like, 10 and 15 years older than me, and it just creeped me out. I was like, okay, see, this is not, it's, it shouldn't, it's not, it's not okay. He's a pretty human being, but he's a kid. Like, I'm leaving it at that. I'm aging myself out of thinking baseball players are hot unless they're, like, Nelson Cruz, and that's okay. (laughs) <laughs> sorry joe joe i'm sorry we had to go down that rabbit trail but that was too good not to go down that trail i was like what Wait. i really want gary sanchez to be in the 35 year old plus area so i can think he's attractive but he's not so therefore he's off limits but i really would appreciate <laughs> gary sanchez being the one player i could be like okay i can like him because he's age appropriate <laughs> So you're just you want you want some oh, older fellas. Oh, he's fella. close enough. He's 29. <laughs> I mean, I know, but see, almost only works in hand shoes and horse. What's that? Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Horseshoes and hand I was wondering where <laughs> you were going with this, Chris. I'm starting to think this is your fault, there, dude. Hand shoes and horse grenades. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my! Oh. I'm sorry, Joe. I just totally got this off the rails, but it's way too much fun. I mean, this is what Joe at Joe asked me to be on this podcast. He sought me out to be. Yeah, on he this sought podcast. me out too. And knowing who I was, Joe, are you regretting your decision yet? I'm really not regretting the female decision to bring me in because. Like, <laughs> I guarantee he's regretting. I guarantee he's regretting asking me to be a part of the podcast. Oh God! <laughs> so anyway, no, you guys make it fun. <sighs> yeah, I haven't laughed that hard in a while. I would rather okay. listen to this than just me on, 
all by myself. I he's guarantee only, that. He's, he's only 29, Sherry. Come on. I know. I know. Hey, I know. Um, um, anyway, so. Correa. Yeah. Correa. What's up? Correa. With... Okay. What, up, what finger? What finger? It was, was it? the middle finger on his right hand. You as, can't make as, this up, kid. As you? As no, a kid, you I call that the swear finger. You can't make that up. And someone what? made a comment last week or two weeks ago that now he can't flip off any of the Houston players or something like that. But if it's not broken and it's not fractured, I am curious why we are keeping him out so long. Um, if we're just not ready to send Royce Lewis back down, who has been definitely holding his own, or if there's more to that finger than they're letting on. I think it's just a severe bruise, and he's last I heard he couldn't grip a bat yet. <gasps> oh, um, he couldn't grip a bat without pain yet. Um, Ouch. I don't know. That was that was, bef- I think before that was Thursday or Friday. I heard that, so I don't know okay. if that's okay. so going to be really all better by Monday or what. He's actually feeling yeah. it. It's it's from what I heard and from what I read on MLB.com, it was more of like a a bone bruise. Yeah. Okay. Um, About all you got in your finger. You know. When when, when they yeah. when they had their off day on Monday, yeah, he couldn't do it. Um, he's went under went treatment, but what? I mean, they're talking a week to ten days. From now, so okay, yeah, um, yeah. Let me see when was this posted. Uh, so. they're talking, yeah. So a week to ten days would put him back on Wednesday of this week, possibly. Okay, I think we can survive that. I mean, it's it's better than if, and I can't I can't believe it didn't get broken. To be honest, I mean, it was mid nineties to the to nothing but bone that. That amazes me that it didn't break it, you know. Um, I'm just, I'm glad it didn't, obviously, but it's, it's, I think we got, we got, we got off good there. Um, And uh, in the meantime, thankfully, where are we supposed to be at here, guys? What's that? Where are we supposed to be at here? I don't even know. I, I've got nothing. I mean, really, I, I don't know why we are making such a huge deal out of April, May when I'm more worried about, holy crap, what happens in the later part of, right after the All-Star break, the later part of June, beginning of July, and then we come back from the All-Star break. I mean, that's not really that far away when you think of it. No, I think we should be focused on the second half of the season. Yep. Um, this This first half? Uh, yeah, it's 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 great, but it doesn't mean anything. That 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 second half of the season is really where um, things are are live and die. Yeah, I mean, I, yeah, I mean, games get more important, obviously, as the later in the season, obviously. <clears throat> but uh, we got to what we got to do is definitely got to take advantage of the the rest of the schedule we have in May, because if you look at it, it gets a lot tougher in June. You know, there's not too many, too many uh, games against the likes of Kansas City, Detroit, and, and Cleveland on that schedule 
after this month. Um, at least not in June, you know. How are the Royals looking? I haven't even They're, checked on them lately. I'm pretty sure. Aren't they dead last? Um, I couldn't remember if good. it was them or Detroit. Well, they're they're I'm twelve and twenty. They beat Colorado today. Um, they are just pulling it up right now. We'll see. Uh, the Royals are a game and a half ahead of Detroit. Okay. Uh, twelve and twenty. Uh, they are four and six in their last ten. <clears throat> so. Okay. Yeah, Joe's not Joe, Joe's dying on us. No, I'm no, not. Don't no, don't I'm die, good. Joe. So don't di- don't die on me, Joe. I won't. As far as I know, Sherry, Sherry um, and I can't handle this podcast alone. <laughs> be hard because uh, well, <laughs> it wouldn't be a podcast. Oh, it would. Be yeah, well, it'd be, <laughs> might be just as entertaining. I'm not even going to tell you what what I think it would be called. Oh God! Because I don't think that's suitable for listening. <laughs> yes, What's we are that? not in- unsuitable. <laughs> some some sort of show. Yeah, Lord. Sorry. Sherry. Like, oh, hey, I don't care. Whatever. Oh. I'm an adult sometimes. <laughs> oh, it's better than Joe. <laughs> Jeez. What? Ouch. ouch. You ouch. you want to be a pickle you, didn't you? I don't remember. Was that in the contract? I didn't know. Contract. Did what we contract? Contract? I didn't sign no contract. <laughs> Gee, what am I? What am I owed in royalty fees, guys? Oh, nothing. You... you never show up. <laughs> Whoa, <laughs> Sherry! Oh, that hurts. Oh, funny. <laughs> I make myself. Laugh. It's those meds. As, as long. Yeah, it's those meds, exactly. Yeah, I'll be nice in like a week. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I love it. Um, Are we worried about the Royals or are we going to like, I'm not worried about the I'm more worried about Joe than anything. (laughs) I'm always worried about Joe. I think we should be worried about you too. Um, (laughs) But no, uh, I'm not worried about... I'm just worried about us right now. Um, our team no, right I'm now. not worried about the Royals. No. I'm not either. I'm not. Um, don't want to speak could... ill of them, but they're, they're going through another rebuild. Right. Um, you know, um, but at the same time, you know, you just, that's the kind of team you got to take, make sure you take care of business against because losses to teams like that, um, whenever they happen, will will haunt you if you're you're in a close race. Yeah, I was going to say, you still don't take teams like that lightly. No. No. I was just thinking out loud, like, could you potentially pull off? And I'm not saying this because I believe in it, but topic of conversation. Could What's you that? give your starters a little bit of a break and throw a bullpen game? If, if needed, you probably could. You um, could. Yeah, you could. Uh, uh, am I saying you want to? Probably not. Right. I definitely I, think. I think you could at this point. I was just thinking about how good our bullpen looks, even with a couple of guys out. Yeah. Our our bullpen looks a lot better than Joe does. Oh, no, no doubt. <laughs> no doubt. Um, 
I didn't say which Joe. Don't be. Oh, that's fair. That's that's very fair. Context is everything. Well, yeah. (laughs) I mean, Joe Ryan a week ago. Oh. Yeah. Didn't have a a great, great start against the Astros. Yeah, I think he was in his head. It wasn't as bad as it might have been. He just happened to be matched up against a Hall of Famer that night. Yeah. You know. Sorry, I'm jumping all over the place, guys. Because yeah, it's a are. good day. It's a good day. It is. It's a good day. Every day is a good day on this side. Amen. Actually, it's a go. good day on this side of the turf. Oh, go. that's very accurate. It is a good day on this side of the turf. There you go. Uh, so, uh, I guess we could talk more about the pitching and um, um feels like the starters now um, uh, kind of uh, been a little disappointing um, in that they're not going deeper. Um, Joe Ryan did have a great start today, though. Uh, you know, he went six solid. Um, and other than the his previous start against Houston, you know, he might have had one or two other that weren't so great, but uh, for the most part, he's he's been rock solid. Um, but I'm worried about, you know, um, like the likes of, uh, I was going to call him Al, but it's <laughs> Dylan Bundy, not Al Bundy. That's, oh, my God. That'd be even worse. Lord almighty. Good Lord. Yeah, that would be bad. I just showed my age. Oh, um, that's classic. I mean, one plays professional like baseball, the other one's a serial killer, but you know, whatever. No. no. Al oh, Al Bundy. Salesman. Oh, no, that's Ted Bundy. <laughs> <laughs> well, Al Bundy's that weirdo from that TV show. What is that thing called? Married with children. children. Oh, yeah, that's it. I never really watched it, so I don't know much about it. You, you, uh, you, you don't, it was it's not a bad thing you never, if you've never seen it, unless you like that kind of humor. Um, but yes, Bundy <laughs> needs a bounce back. But I do argue that Bundy and Archer are both going to have bounce backs. I hope so because Archer frustrates me. Um, like the other day, you know, he's not given up a lot of runs, but he has thrown so many pitches. You know, he went four innings and, and what did he throw about eighty five or so pitches last game. Who was that, Bundy? No, uh, Chris Archer. Oh, Archer, yeah, probably. You know. Yeah, I think what and it was only eighty five because they were really making him work for it. I don't think it was eighty five intentionally because I think he was exhausted after he was done. Oh yeah, no, I mean, he just couldn't. He couldn't. It was just some pitches he could not find strike zone with, and um, that seems to be just the way he uh, he he is. I think he's had that problem all season, um, and I haven't since he's been on other teams. I haven't noticed if that's a thing throughout his career, or if it's just because he's um, if that's just a thing this year or what. Um, but it, he throws a lot of pitches in a short amount of time, unfortunately, which leads to short starts. Um, and I'm just afraid if that keeps happening, he's that that our 
good bullpen might get wore out. That's always a worry. Um, you know, if they pitch too many innings, their effectiveness will go down. Um, so, um, and same with Bundy. I don't know if that last that last start he made uh, was, you know, the results were because maybe he was pitching sick since he was diagnosed with COVID the next day. Um, I'm hoping so, and because I want him to be successful the next time he's out there, hopefully. But right. if not, I mean, we do have, you know, not too worried because we have some guys who, when they've had to step in, have shown their, their wares, and Josh Winder, although he kind of struggled his last time, but he's had some good starts. Um, he struggled against Houston as a rookie. He did, yep. Yeah. That's like if that's where you're going to struggle, okay, that's sign legit. me up. Like, that's fine. Yep. You know that's yep. and that's my thought on that. Like yep. the guy, the non rookies couldn't even swing it with Houston. So no, they couldn't. No, that's that's part of maybe why Chris Archer wasn't so great. Is that I believe that's who he faced was Houston, right? He was one of the the three. Mm-hmm. Yep. So they worked pitchers really well. So, um, veteran teams like that, they'll make you work for outs. Um, so, um, but even, but I guess what, what are you guys thoughts? I mean, are you worried at all about those, those two guys in particular at all? Um, I really want to say I'm less worried about, Bundy than I or less worried about Archer than I am Bundy only because I know what Archer is capable of I've seen him pitch a couple of times over the years Mm -hmm. um but I don't know enough about Bundy because you know the beginning of the season it definitely seemed like he had it together um he had some potential and then I don't know where things went wrong, to be completely honest. You know, I really – I know the last game, I'm really hoping that he was just sick. Mm-hmm. That's really kind of what I'm hoping. Um, the game before that – what was the game before that, you guys? He was – Gave he was up. On the COVID. Before he was – the game before the last start, the second to last start. Um, yeah. He struggled but, with that one too a little bit. No, nah, I think that one was. Or was that which one, a good one was one? the one where he he gave up like eight runs in. In uh, are we talking Archer? No, uh, Bundy. Bundy. Oh, Bundy! Uh, he gave up like eight runs and nine hits, or. Hang on, bad. I'm just pulling it up. Uh, nine runs, nine hits against Baltimore on the fourth. There you go. That's that what it was. Con- that one yeah. concerned me just because it's Baltimore. They're not that good. I should say nine on 11 hits. But then again, that was the game he was sick. Maybe, you know, that the day after that he got, he was diagnosed with COVID. So, yeah. And um, so I, th- I really think that he will make a turnaround. I know he did have one other game where he struggled just, a, just a little bit. It wasn't anything that was of um, great concern really, um, but uh, it definitely it was... stood out. No, I think that the start Probably that was just as bad. If I Tampa Bay Rays, yeah, that's what the, it was. The Rays, that was six runs. Yep. Uh, six runs on seven hits. Yep. Yep. Yeah. 
but but the, the the bright the bright shining spot of that versus yeah. his um, dismal performance against Baltimore is in the Rays game he had seven strikeouts he only had three against the Orioles so okay if you look at that I mean his yeah. strikeouts seven Ks versus yeah. three only in that in that next game but I agree with you I, I'm I'm thinking that the game against Baltimore. I'm I'm really hoping it was just that he he, he was did. feeling the effects of COVID, um, and and but we'll see. No. Yeah. Um, I don't know when he's scheduled to pick pitch next. I didn't look. Um, I'm sure it would be this week, but I'm not I'm not sure. Well, he missed Saturday's start, so he missed yesterday's start. So five okay. days out from what is that? Thursday. Well, they have an off day on Monday, so everybody gets that. Then Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. So he'll be, he should be set to be back next Saturday. Okay. And uh, they're going to need him, obviously, because uh, really not, we're not sure if if we're going to have uh, Chris Paddock the rest of this year, unfortunately. Um, with his elbow injury, um, he was moved you know, he initially got put on the 10-day uh, injury list, but he's been transferred to the 60-day, which um, doesn't necessarily mean he's done for the year, but commonly when, when a guy is, that's where they put him. Um, I haven't heard if, if any update as far as if, if he's going to have definitely have surgery or anything. I don't uh, – have you guys – Heard any I haven't on... heard anything about no. Paddock or Sano, just that they're both on the 60-day. So, I know Sano did have surgery on his knee, and... Um, they do, they, they so. did say, for some weird reason, which this blew my mind, that yeah. they're looking at having him back to the beginning of July. Oh, Sano yep. or Paddock? Sano. Sano? Well, I mean, that he's... He'd be eligible to come off the list by then for sure. Um, just by then, I'm not sure what role, what his role would be if things continue the way they they are, hitting-wise. Um, right. You know, um, he's kind of played himself in into a, a, a bench role, um, you know, just with his – with the way he starts seasons so abysmally um, every my friend seems to think that who also is a does stuff with twins um, feels like he might have played his last game as a twin it's possible um, I'm not sure but it is possible I mean it's always possible I I don't know that it I'd go that far but I think he's playing his last season as a twin I I really don't see them um uh, bringing him back after this year. Um, I don't either. I just, um, I think it would, it would take a lot. I don't, uh, you know, um, you know, and you, you were talking about, Jerry, you were talking about Alex Kirloff uh, earlier in this, this uh, podcast here. Um, he did get sent down to triple a, um, Basically, I think they want him, they just want him to get at bats that he wouldn't get 
at the major league level um, right. right now. Still fighting some soreness, sounds like. Um, I wonder how much of it is mental um, that he's he's got to he's got to um, just know that he's probably going to have to play with a little pain and the but that doesn't mean that the that ligaments hurt anymore. Right. Um, he just got to fight through it, and I know it. I what do I know? I've never. I've never played baseball, um, but I, I, from what I understand, uh, hands and wrists are very important for a hitter. So if that is compromised, that's a shame because he is, he's got such a great track record in the minors. That he got, he got everybody all excited that he would be the, like the number three hitter of the future on this team. Yeah. You know, you, Joe, you said that, you know, might it be, you know, mental, Mentally, it might. Um, I, don't know. I I really think that it likely. I mean, if if he can swing, mm-hmm. but there's you know still that pain. To mm-hmm. me, that it it leads me more to say, is it a little bit of both? It yeah could be. But you know, because from every report I've seen, you know he knows there's discomfort. He knows that his swing feels different, mm-hmm. but he can't say how it feels different. So part of me says, you know, yes, there is the physical pain there, but, you know, just hearing that, you know, he knows that his swing feels different mm-hmm. is part of it mental. And and that really, you know, I've never, you know, had these types of issues, but I I really can see the mental part playing into this too. Oh yeah, the mental aspect of baseball is it's a lot, and yep. you hear about people who actually. A friend of mine is a sports psychologist, and mm. she actually meets with team members and helps them. I I don't want to say she is the reason for, but she helps them figure out why they're in their slumps, why they have their yips, why they're going through what they're going through. And to be completely honest, AAA is different than the majors. It doesn't matter. You know, I know some people will say, oh, well, it's just a step up. It's a huge step up. You're facing people like Scherzer and DeGrom and Barrios. Like, you're not just facing the guys down in AAA anymore. And so if you get in that mental state where you just can't seem to get out of your head that you're in the majors and maybe that's what's tripping you up. I mean, that in and of itself can be a thing. It's baseball is extremely as someone who's never played very Mm -hmm. mental. Well, and that's where I think going down, you know, and getting that mental part, you know, taken care of making sure physically you're ready to go because then you come up and you face the Scherzers of the of the major leagues and you're not coming up with that that mental piece in there yeah Um, I think that's really in the long run going to help Kirilov yeah I I just I I really kind of wonder I really do worry about his wrist ever truly being 
I don't know. I don't want to say because it's never going to, you know, once you break something, it's never going to be perfect again. Right. Like there's always going to be something that goes along with it, but the way he's had to basically cover up and say, yes, I feel fine. And then come out. Yes, I feel fine. And then come out. I don't know if it really is mental or if it's just him not willing to accept the fact that he has this injury and he's not as good as he once was. Maybe he can get more strength. Maybe he can work on the mental aspect of it. But I really do wonder if that wrist is ever going to be at the spot where it was before. Sherry, yeah. I think you just hit it spot on right there. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, he yeah. just he can't come to grips with it. And I, I mean, who wouldn't? Hopefully. I was talking a whole you know, that he does, but I was talking to a friend of mine whose husband plays in the majors and she said that, you know, they just know at any time that it could be their last day. And Oh yeah. Yep. That just sucks. Yeah. yeah. That has to, that, you know, yeah, that, yeah, it could be anybody's, um, and be a shame because what is he, he's not even 25 yet, um, so hopefully, hopefully it's just something he learns, learns how to play with or, because I'm wondering if it's, you know, if, if it's this, if it, the pain is like probably is just scar tissue that hasn't come loose or um, whatever needs to happen to make it not hurt. Hopefully, hopefully he's able to play through it and be maybe he he'll never be what what we had imagined, but hopefully he'll at least be able to get his career back on track and and uh, we won't even have to think about this anymore. Um, but uh and I haven't seen or heard any updates on uh, uh Trevor Larnick. Um so I assume that he's he's doing just fine, just waiting for his ten days to be up before he's able to come off and, and play again. Um we got so many guys that's like that, it's I know it's ridiculous. It's <laughs> Yeah, a lot of injuries we're dealing with. Thank God we have we found out we have a really deep team. Um, um and uh it'll be interesting when you know who um what am I trying to say? When uh who gets sent down when these guys come back. I, I imagine um that Please uh, God let it be Miranda. Well, I'm I'm pretty sure he will be. I mean, he's hitting like 120, so he 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 definitely has has proven he's not you know he's not ready. Um, so he you know he he uh, I'm sure he'll he'll be one of the guys sent down when they have a guy when they have somebody that um, is ready. Um, but the question will be. Uh, when Korea's ready, what do you do with Royce Lewis? Yeah. Um, do you send him down, or or do you do you find a different role for him? Because you know he hasn't this year in the minors anyway. He's only played shortstop. 
And, uh, you know, you're not going to bench a guy making $35 million for a rookie um, unless unless performance was that terrible, um, you know. And, uh, you know, with the with Urshela now seemingly definitely defensively, but his bat seems to have come alive again. Um, the thought that I had had where they might move him over to just move uh, – Lewis over to third. I don't think that's that likely anymore. Um, so I don't know what they'll do if they'll send him down and be like, you don't deserve this, but we don't have a spot for you. Right we now. don't have a spot for you. And it's possible that he could always come back up. I'm just not sure how soon, you know, especially if Carlos Curry ends up, does end up sticking around for a while. You know, what does that look like? Yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't know. I think this, the way he's played, if he if he's going to play like that, that just does mean that this is probably a one year, one year uh, wonder for uh, Carlos Correa. Like we, I think we all kind of thought that when he signed anyway and heard about the outs that he was only going to be here for the one year, um, and then cash in next year, and I think we were all fine with that. <laughs> Um, to be honest, we were just shocked he had signed with us when that when that happened. Um, of course, we would love him to stay, but it's just it's a good, it's kind of a good problem to have, though. You know, it is for the first you know, time in forever. Like, it feels like, huh? For the first time in forever, it feels like a really good problem to have. You know, it's not like past year we are forced to play guys who. Uh, don't deserve to be playing, you know. Uh, so it'll be, be interesting there. Um, what else is there? Anything else that we want to we want to bring no, up? I think we should. Uh, I think we should leave them um, hanging on for next week. We still have. There's so much we could cover. I think that there's absolutely we should leave them hanging for next week and see what else we can dig up with. I totally okay. agree. I th- I totally <clears throat> agree. Okay. Um, we can certainly do that. Um, did want to mention that uh, for anybody um, who, who's been following the show, um, I uh, created a website for the show last night, just on a whim. Um, and uh, so if, Anybody wants to visit that and see it's a place where you can find all of the podcasts that have done. Um, and the website is um, podpage.com slash twins dash nation. And uh, so, yeah, all the previous podcasts or when this one comes up there, um, as well as all of your uh any and all uh, podcast this shows up on. Um, and um, you can follow us on Twitter at uh, Twins Nation at Twin Pod. Uh, you can follow uh, me at Big Joe Gun if you want to follow me on Twitter personally. You can follow the show on Facebook at uh, just look up Twins Nation Podcast. It should, should come up. <clears throat> Um, 
And if you guys want to, you can share your your social medias if you want. At Instagram and Twitter, I am just at MN Soda Gal at both of those. So it's supposed to be Minnesota Sports Gal, but it's MN Soda Sports Gal. So <laughs> just so everybody knows how, you know, if they, yeah, you had to shorten it there. <laughs> yep. I had to so. shorten it up. Not enough characters. Never yeah. is for me. So that's all right. So absolutely. You can follow me on Twitter at WZFG Chris. Okay. All right. Well, with that, guys, uh, thank you guys for jumping on. And uh, thank you to the listeners for tuning in. And uh, we'll see you next week on Twins Nation. Hopefully, we'll have an even more sparkling record than we already do. You Sounds have- great. Yeah, Sounds good. See ya. Yeah. See you guys. Bye-bye.